0: If you like what you're hearing, why not try a Cast subscription? Only four ninety-five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how.
1: What's it like when something like that drops in your lap as a prosecutor? Just like, <laughs> oh, thank you.
2: You know, it's crazy, Steph, because these folks are being held in the D.C. jail, and at the beginning of every uh, phone call, it says, this uh, phone call is subject to reporting and monitoring, and then these guys start talking about crime, which is manna from heaven. I love it.
1: Fantastic. All right. Well, so we have a date because, of course, it's the first day of my vacation. June 9th is when we're <laughs> yeah going to start the uh, uh, January 6th hearing. So they'll issue a report in autumn, uh, in autumn. I mean, I love what Adam Schiff said. He basically said, well, we were going to start earlier, but there's so much criming <laughs> There's so many witnesses that, you know, this is what's happened now. Right. Is that we're uh, we but at least we have finally have a date.
2: Yeah. And I, I can't wait. I mean, I really think it's going to just kind of knock the constitutional wind out of us when we see what our high government officials were trying to do to kill our democracy.
1: Yeah. Well, I OK, so I got to say uh, this. I don't know even know which story to start with you on, but Republicans made eight attempts to breach voting systems in five states in search of evidence of a debunked conspiracy theory that voting machines flip votes away from Trump to Biden. Trump allies targeted voting systems in Colorado, North uh, uh, North Carolina, Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. At least five of the breaches are under investigation by federal or local law enforcement. Four of the breaches forced officials to decertify or replace voting equipment due to security concerns. All attempts involved Republican officials or party activists who have pushed false claims about trump's loss voting law experts say the breaches are unprecedented in modern u.s elections uh you need to make sure that those ballots are maintained under a strict chain of custody at all times it's destroying voter confidence in the united states which it would seem to me is the point, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Mike Lindell is one of the funding numerous groups involved in this year's long effort to find a- evidence of bogus conspiracy fraud. Um, he said recently, we've got to get rid of the machines. We need to melt them down and use them for prison bars and put everyone in prison that was involved with them. Okay, so uh, this is highly illegal, right? <clears throat> I mean, our, it, this is just another, I know, ripple of, of January 6th, right? But this is yeah. super serious
2: this conspiracy has so many tentacles. Mm. I mean, on the one hand, Steph, I don't envy Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice for this enormous criminal conspiracy that they have to try to wrap their arms around. But on on the other hand, I so envy them because I really would volunteer my time as a former prosecutor to assist them in making sure that we bring to justice everyone who was involved, you know, from Mike Lindell to Donald Trump and everyone in between, everyone who was involved in really the effort to just steal our democracy from us. Right.
1: Right. So uh, we have so many tweets, so little time of yours. You said more audio tapes show Republicans McCarthy, Gates, Scalise and Mo Brooks feeding on each other in what can only be described as the continued implosion of the Republican Party. And there's obviously more on that this morning. Um, So Where are we with that? I mean, they have obviously said they're going to subpoena, as they should, these members of Congress, right?
2: Yeah, they are. And I'm sure none of the members of Congress will show up. And then Congress will have, you know, the same uh, situation confronting them that they've had for years. What do we do about it? Do we exercise our inherent power of contempt to compel their testimony? Or do we let them win the subpoena battle? If history is any guide, they will let the nefarious actors win the subpoena battle. Now, the only good news is for every subpoena that these knuckleheads refuse to uh, obey, that really is more evidence of a criminal cover up. So all of that could go into the the indictment mix if DOJ sees fit to include in its indictment the people who are covering up Donald Trump's crimes.
0: Yeah. Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. And the best part, you can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's TV slash poppods to get 50% off your first month. Um, So
1: Rudy Giuliani expected to appear right next month um, with in front of the J6 committee. He was subpoenaed in January, has been engaging with lawmakers through his lawyers about the scope of the subpoena. Again, he's going to try this executive privilege thing which is absurd but then do we have this he was just on what was it bannon's podcast saying that the uh, events of january 6th have been totally exaggerated by democrats gives you some idea like what his cooperation is going to look
2: like 15.
1: yeah uh, here we go rudy Giuliano
2: i don't think we realize the movement going on among independents you know this isn't january 7th anymore that whole thing has been shown to be yeah bad by some people totally exaggerated as a political stunt by a bunch of crooked Democrats. I mean, you got people like you got people like lying uh, shifty shift on there. I mean, it's a total setup.
1: How does the immature uh, uh, name calling go in, in legal terms? <laughs> exactly. So he's obviously saying uh, the committee's a, a total setup. It's all the same garbage, right? The, the, this is a January 6th is a stunt by, by crooked Democrats. Well,
2: how about this, Rudy? Then waltz into the committee room, sit your butt in the witness chair, and set everybody straight. Testify fully about what you claim January 6th was really all about. But, Steph, as you've already indicated, he's not going to do that because he's a scared little punk. He's going to invoke non-existent privileges, or he may invoke an existing privilege his fifth amendment privilege against self-incrimination which he undoubtedly has but you know what if if he ends up testifying once he you know is asked his name and he says my name is rudolph giuliani i'm going to need you to produce your driver's license because i don't believe a word out of your mouth
1: yeah well speaking of um you know, testimony that seems less than credible. Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, you retweeted uh, CNN publishes new text showing that Mar- Representative Greene did, in fact, discuss the idea with Meadows of Trump imposing martial law to try and stay in power. Last Friday, under oath, Greene cl- Green claimed she could not remember whether she'd done so, not credible. And you said perhaps filing a, a supplemental filing to complete the record, making it clear that she was less than forthcoming in her testimony and any chance of reopening the hearing for additional testimony. Tell and us and what guess you mean what,
2: freespeechforpeople.org, great organization. They're the ones bringing these disqualification suits against Cawthorn and Green and Gosar and many others. Uh, yesterday, they filed a supplemental brief in that case, bringing to the judge's attention Marjorie Taylor Greene's lies. Bravo for the work they're
1: doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because speaking of getting away with it, so uh, you tweeted, uh, now that Donald Trump has been held in contempt of court, this is in New York, uh, will he gift his MAGA base yet again, grift, excuse me, his MAGA base yet again, this time to pay his $10,000 a day contempt fines? His base can pay his fines, but they can't do his time, DOJ, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. Um, We're just looking for some measure of justice somewhere, aren't we?
2: Yeah, and, Steph, we could do an hour on the, the recent stories out of the New York case because we got one story from CNN saying that I think today the grand jury expires because Alvin Bragg killed the criminal investigation into Donald Trump. We also got a story from the Daily Beast revealing that in deposition, deposition testimony in 2021, Donald Trump said, I and I alone am responsible for the compensation of my chief chief operating officer Matthew Calamare, you can't make up a name like that, right? Manny the Squid. Manny the Squid. Daily Beast. The Squid. Daily Beast <laughs> Acum and his friend, you know, Vinnie Prosciutto and Tony Minestrone. Forget about it. But um, but but here's the thing: the Daily Beast article accurately said this is really going to help the grand jury investigation in Manhattan. But 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 Alvin Bragg just killed it. So literally, the missing yeah. piece is right there in sworn testimony of Donald Trump, and yet Alvin Bragg is not going to run with it in the criminal investigation. I got to tell you stuff. Governor Hope will either better reassign that case to somebody who will prosecute it, or she better remove Alvin Bragg from office, or the New Yorkers better vote a governor into office who will remove Alvin Bragg. And regardless of all that stuff, we need some investigative journalists to dig in to see Who filled Alvin Bragg's campaign coffers? Because we don't know if that's what motivated him to kill the investigation into Donald Trump. But somebody needs to find out.
1: I mean, something stinks to high heaven, obviously.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
1: But here's, again, a small measure of justice stack. Um, The breadth of Trump's pardon of Paul Manafort will be put to the test um, after the DOJ filed a lawsuit arguing the penalties beyond prison are not covered. Justice Department suing Manafort, uh, former Trump campaign chair, for almost $3 million in penalties related to his alleged failure to file reports disclosing more than 20 bank accounts he controlled in foreign countries. (laughs) Um, I know it doesn't seem like much, but we're (laughs) at the point, right, where we'll take, like, any degree of, of justice
2: yeah, and I think that's a no-brainer because a, a presidential pardon saying that, you know, you can't be prosecuted or your conviction will be nullified, that has nothing to do with civil suits for money that you stole or failed to report. So that's a no-brainer that the pardon won't cover that. So I'm glad that DOJ is taking that step.
1: Um. You tweeted, we know today's Republican politicians will cling to a twice impeached criminal president if it will help them in reelection. Looks like it won't. And these same craven polls will abandon uh, if his support hurts them. Look how Trump's support is hurting uh, David Perdue in Georgia. Interesting, right?
2: Perdue's getting crushed and Kemp, I think, you know, is 53 to 27 points in the latest poll. So think about it. Donald Trump is beating, you know, beating Kemp like a rented mule and really trying to prop up purdue and the voters are rejecting all of that apparently yeah so the one thing we know is that nobody's loyal to donald trump all these politicians are just trying to you know retain the support of trump's base so trump's endorsement turns toxic they're all going to run away from him. Yeah. So well, I think that's a good sign.
1: I think the most pathetic example is JD Vance. I mean, it, it Trump's I mean obviously right. his support has helped JD Vance. First of all, Trump seems like he's flailing just with the best he's just the best known name, Dr. Oz, <laughs> JD Vance and it's almost like the worst things you said about him, it's it's the supplication and the submission that's more important than almost the worst, you know, I mean JD Vance said he's America's Hitler, he's an idiot. <laughs> right, you know, it's, it's almost like the worst things you say about him, as long as you bend the knee and kiss the ass, it, it, it's it gets Trump off in some weird way. Right. But the good news but is. Yeah, go ahead.
2: I, I was going to say, but you're right, Steph. Trump is flailing and his, his power is receding and he's going to get his. And I think the entire Republican Party will implode because what they're doing You know, it might feel good to them in the moment, but it it is not a recipe for long term success of a political
1: party. I think anyone can even the Trumpers can see how pathetic J.D. Vance is. I mean, such a giant phony. Right. And and, uh, Tim Ryan. Here's the important news. This could be good news for us. He said some fantastic news, folks, even with the GOP spending over 80 million dollars to keep Ohio red. We're still beating Trump endorsed candidate J.D. Vance in the polls by one point. So, you know, maybe this is a favor, like, good, get J.D. Vance, you know, whoever he picks in the primary is going to get beaten in the, the general because it's, it's, you know, he looks pathetic, J.D. Vance.
2: Yeah. Politically, I think things yeah. are beginning to look up. I know that's not necessarily the prevailing wisdom, but I actually think with the hearings that are going to kick off in uh, June and then hopefully some indictments that are going to start to roll out of the Department of Justice, I, I actually think that this thing is going to turn in a much better direction.
1: Yep. Um, quickly, one last one. You said Jim Jordan does Elon Musk's bidding, sends preservation letter demands to Twitter board members, calls it, uh, call it gangster government, call it legislative terrorism. Here's how McCarthy, DeSantis and Jordan are weaponizing the legislative process. Uh, talk to us about that a little bit.
2: Yeah. So think of a few months ago, McCarthy threatened the telecom uh, companies saying, if you cooperate with the J6 committee, if we take power, the Republicans, we will not forget it. That's just like, that's legislative terrorism. That's all that is. DeSantis, you know, Disney expresses something that he doesn't he doesn't like, and he punishes them with legislation. That's legislative terrorism. Jim Jordan is Mm -hmm. doing the same thing, right? Threatening the Twitter board members that if you don't stick with my man, Elon Musk, there's going to be hell to pay legislatively. This is gangster government. It's legislative terrorism. And at some point it's got to stop.
1: And what a exploding comedy cigar for DeSantis! Is he really too dumb to know that he just put all of this uh, money on the taxpayer in Florida that he thinks he's punishing Disney for? I mean,
2: yeah, don't don't fight the mouse. The mouse the mouse will eat him alive.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's the Florida taxpayer in those counties that are going to take it up. The, well. Whatever. Okay. That's not important now. I don't want to go all Brooklyn on you, Glenn. Listen, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks as always. Uh, we can't wait to talk to you every Friday. Love you, Glenn Kirshner.
2: Love you, Steph. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye, honey. <laughs>